Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Guys, I stuffed up. Uh, my name is Guy Williams and I didn't, put the, I didn't upload the podcast. I'm sincerely sorry about that. Um, this, this is about a week old, but um, I mean... It's not like there's any basketball going on at the moment, so who really cares? It's not like you're going to be like, oh man, this earbud chair is dated. Um, there is good stuff in the podcast. We talk about Louis C.K., Dave Chappelle, earbud. Um, and uh, personally, I think our podcast improves when there's no actual NBA to analyze. So um, we're one of the world's leaders in um, talking absolute nonsense. Uh, I'll cut now to the bit where I'm introducing Paul and JT. Joined by uh, my brother, Paul Williams. Hello. And our mate, JT. Hi, guys. And it's uh, time for another episode of the Advanced Analytics NBA Podcast. People are going crazy, eh? Like, there, you do sense, like, just... There's just a few people who just seem a bit ragey out there or a bit weird or people drive a little bit. Like people still, there's not many cars on the streets, but people will drive quite aggressively fast and you know they've got nowhere to go. I find that quite weird. Yeah, that's very weird. And you see the um, Trump the Trump uh, supporters doing a protest to try and open up Michigan or something like crazy. Madness. Anyway. Uh, really in Auckland? No, no, no. That was in Michigan. Oh. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, Paul. Um, no, New Zealand's, the, the, New Zealand's handling it well. Last, last year, I started a new job, and on my first day, I saw a guy in a mega hat, and I, I, it's plagued me to this day because you know it's the first day. I, I couldn't put faces to who was wearing it, but it plagues me to this day. Every day, I think, who was that, and was it ironic? Yeah, I um I once went to a um anti uh Trump's travel ban march where it was um uh, like a pro immigration, pro immigrant march, and um. Uh, there was a, a mega protest that was no shit. Three dudes, three dudes. Oh, I saw that. Three dudes in mega hats, and they were guarded by about five policemen because, like, so it didn't get rowdy or anything like that. And there was also an old lady, but I don't think she realised she was standing in the mega section. And um, one of the dudes, one of the loudest guys in the microphone in the anti-immigration march, was Asian. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, bro, when their revolution happens. I, I don't know. I just it just like it blew my mind, and then I realized that like Chinese. It's like the Dave Chappelle sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The... With that blind guy who's in the KKK, <laughs> and he's, he's African American. Well, anyway, the guy. I kind of wonder about the guy, and then I um, and then I realized that like Chinese people have been in New Zealand for 150 years, so the real racist is me. And then I um, I had to go join them after that because they had some good points. Um, hey, quick question on Dave Chappelle. Did he sort of um, did he get a bit like? Uh, you know how we're talking about ho- old comics um, just sort of having a second wind of just being like a-, a horrible old man. Yeah. Did Dave Chappelle get a bit like that? Like a bit transphobic and stuff? Yeah. Well, his popularity is probably bigger than ever it's been. I'd say probably at the moment, um, I mean, since Louis C.K. has fallen off the map. I mean, I'm sure his, special, his new special is doing well, but like, you know, 
has been Lucy cancelled. Lucy K is at least cancelled from mainstream media. Lucy cancelled. Lucy cancelled. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Did you come up with that? No, that yeah, was... guy just accidentally said it then. I think. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's so good. The accidental genius. Okay, so since he got um, he got knocked off the map, Dave Chappelle's kind of been the king comedian, really. Apparently, Eddie Murphy's coming back, but like, yeah, Dave Chappelle in terms of gen- being genuinely funny as well. I think Chris Rock has kind of washed up, and I guess Bill Burr's big as well. But I think Dave Chappelle's kind of number one at the moment. He's kind of a god, but um, like in in uh, uh, like highbrow magazines and stuff like that, he's derided because he is. Um, quite transphobic in terms of like he did some he did some gay joke he did some trans jokes in his first special that he did in his comeback and then as a result Peel complained about it and then he complained about the complainers like he was like more he was offended by the people who got offended and so now since then he's just kind of obsessed about trans people for like five specials after that and it's just kind of like I don't know why he is obsessed with this but I, I think he's got like he's got like um sensitive he's a bit sensitive to criticism so as a result he just keeps on doubling down and making it worse but even worse than um his transphobia i think is that um his his jokes on domestic violence are pretty rough eh? they don't really hold up for now but when you when you said that louis ck had been knocked off his perch you make it sound like a game of thrones style political um (laughs) game of political intrigue but really what you mean is there's just like these bunch of over 50 year old men and you, they all just wait till the guy at the top says something racist, homophobic, or yeah. sexually assaults or harasses someone, and then the next guy gets to go. Yeah, I was just, listen, I was just listening. <laughs> and never, it's been like that for thousands of years. I, I've just, I, I, I was never a big Louis C.K. fan, and I actually started listening to more of his comedy actually after he got cancelled because I was just kind of like intrigued by the whole situation. And his material was very sexual and very gross. Like Peel was shocked that he like got caught in like a like a unconsensual masturbation scandal. But if you listen to his material, he was basically talking about it on stage. It's kind of um, haunting to listen back to it now. But anyway, um, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about basketball. It's time for the Week in Review. Week in Review. Anyone watching NBA Horse? The NBA Horse Comp? Oh my God, it was so bad. Trey Young's Wi-Fi was so bad. (laughs) Oh wow, like the, the cables. I, I didn't. Okay. I, I assume they'd be doing it on mobile data, and maybe it's just hard at the moment because everyone's on the internet all the time. I love that your um, first observation is the um, uh, is the bandwidth speed. When I started watching, I was like, "This is the worst idea of all time." And then as I got into it and enjoyed seeing like in NBA players' backyards, and like I enjoyed seeing Chauncey Billets back and Paul Pierce, you know, like peel from the prime of me watching the NBA kind of thing. I kind of I, I thought it was entertaining. I kind of enjoyed it. It's a good it's a good question though, a good hypothetical. Who do we think in the NBA uh, which NBA player is the fastest in regards to download speeds? Great question and it's Gordon Hayward. No, wait, no, 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 yeah. no, no. This is not a, this is not a good question. What do you mean like they've got the fastest hookup at their house or like it's Gordon if Hayward. they were an internet stream, they would have the they would be the fastest. No, 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 who's got the fastest Wi-Fi at their house? Yeah. So that's what annoyed me. What annoyed me was that Trey Young has so much money and he and he hasn't thought about like Wi-Fi coverage. But like, I I wouldn't be in a situation if I had that many million dollars that I wouldn't have great Wi-Fi coverage and a really nice fiber connection to my house. Nerd. Beautiful mesh. You're a nerd who handcrafts handcrafted keyboards, mate. He's a professional NBA player and he's only like 20 years old. Yeah, and I could learn from him about basketball. Maybe he could come and learn from me well, about so- networking. 
if you're 20, the younger you are, the better you should be at making fast Wi-Fi. Exactly. Like 20 is not an excuse. That's a uh, another reason for him having good internet. Um, like I assume like a 12-year-old would be like crazy good now. But um, can we talk about the actual horse? Because I didn't hear anything. No, I want to focus more on like the cables and like the Wi-Fi connection. Um, okay, it, well, me and JT are happy to stick on that. So I've actually just got one th- real serious thing on that real quick. Gordon Hayward was like, it was like six years too early to be the first crossover, like gaming and real life sports star. Like Gordon Hayward, you know how we were talking about League of Legends a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. After hmm. that podcast, I thought, why didn't I bring this up? But Gordon Hayward is like, was like a hardcore League of Legends player. He reckons he didn't hook up with anyone at high school because even though he was a big basketball star because he'd spend all his weekends going to these gaming conventions. <laughs> And is he is he was he like like good enough it. to play against pros or not? Or he can't, he can't be. Ah, uh, yeah, I think he was like real good. And you know when he, before he like got on steroids and got quite like a nice jewel line when he st- when he when he still looked quite nerdy, he did a hilarious a hilarious blog where he said, "I'm the best player." It was the first two lines were like, "I'm the best player in the game." Oh, and then that's he just, right. Yeah, he just listed all like the nerd games that he plays. But man, if that was now, he could be the first crossover star. I, I, yeah, it's quite interesting that the NBA... I think he's still a hard-out gamer, right? I remember seeing a video where his wife was, like, trying to get him to do something with the kids, and he was just gaming and was like, go away. That's not, that's not evidence he's a no, good man. gamer. That's just evidence that he's a bad father. <laughs> yeah. But I think there's crossover between being a bad father and a great gamer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the, the horse competition was, like, um, it, if you just tuned in randomly or just, like, was like, let's check out horse... It's like one of those things where the, the first judgment of it is just like, this is so bad, right? Like, honestly, um, Trey Young started the, um, the one versus Chauncey Billets with a made free throw and then gave Chauncey a letter by doing a left-handed free throw on the right-hand side. Like, it's so shit. It, 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 the, honestly, the standard wasn't that much higher than what I used to play back when I was a kid. It wasn't like there was no like really fancy or tricky shots like you'd expect. Um, but once you I, got into I don't it, know it if you'd like, really expect it. Well, well, Chris, yeah, you would, because they're crazy like, good players. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but but it's like, did you watch the video of LeBron losing to that guy at horse, like getting just absolutely destroyed? Like, if you're an NBA player, you're you're playing basketball, you're not learning trick shots. Yeah. And um, you know, this guy was just had all these these trick shots that LeBron just couldn't do at all. Yeah. And um and then beat him with an underhand, knocked him out with a under like a old school what do you call that underarm free throw where you throw it with both hands underarm. Oh, Rick Gray style. Throw. Yeah. Uh, so he just beat him with that. What, and, what did you call and it's like it, LeBron's not practicing that. JT, what'd you call it? Granny style. Oh well, I just is yeah. That, is that offensive? No, no, no. That's all good. No, I, I like Granny style. Um, but to your point, Paul. Yeah, but I just assume when you're that much of a gym rat, like when you spend every day between being 12 years old and being 30 years old in the gym. Mm. Like, you just have a few... Like, LeBron would... Yeah, that's true. LeBron would have a few crazy shots up in his... And Chris Paul did one where he, like, he crossed his leg over and, like, held his heel and, like, shot it one-handed, falling away. Like, it was kind of cool. But, like, yeah, I just... Like, for example, for me, I remember... I had a few specialty moves, one of them being um, quite a cool one that I learned from somewhere, sitting on the ground and shooting it in. Um, it's mm. like it's like way harder than you think, and everyone stuffs it up, and so it's like an easy letter there. Yeah, they didn't you've really got to put a lot of into it. Yeah, what's, did what, you? Yeah, 
have you guys ever seen? I think I flipped it to you, but before when it got announced, the horse thing, I went and looked up um, that old horse, that old uh, Pete Maravich versus uh, George Gervin horse game on YouTube. Yeah. And that that again was also pretty lame, but it was cool in the way that um, the things that Pistol did to win points were like, as Paul said, not that impressive, but just things that you might not have ever done before if you were a hugely dominant basketball player that yeah. didn't spend their whole life doing like stupid left-hand layups type yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I like low scoop weird layups and doing a left-handed layup on the right-hand side and stuff. Just like you get people like um, chances. Also, layups, uh, oh, sorry. Well, the issue with horse is if you, as long as you're making shots, if you're going first, like as long like there's no real benefit to risking it with crazy stuff is yeah no because if not. you if you keep making shots they're still not going to get a turn right yeah well I, how I, good I how think, good yeah. how good would it have been if one of them had been like no nah, i just really want to win this got the ball first and just shot like a thousand free throws <laughs> yeah. mm. um i i they, think um, i think they might have there used... should be a rule no. there should be a rule that you if the other person just copies you like twice in a row you get a letter or something you know, if they just successfully do it twice no, I, in a row I, or something. I, I don't think that. I just think if the other person um, uh, makes the shot that you attempt, then they get control of the board. I think that's what it should be. So yeah, okay. So, so there's no there's no cost for doing an easy shot, but you do lose control, which is what what everything is important in horse. Because it was disappointing to see um, Trey Young, who's got to be one of the favourites and one of the hottest young faces in the NBA. Uh, I don't actually like his face. I think his face is quite ugly, but like and his hair especially. But I think like, he's got a good face. No, nah, he's got a bad face. He looks like he's like 12 years old, man. What is wrong with you? Um, but um, Chauncey Billets eliminated him, ironically, with, with a shot that Trey Young kind of specializes in in the NBA, which was like a banked um, top of the three three, which like um, isn't a, that tricky a shot, but obviously Chauncey just warmed up a bit and practiced it a couple of times. He did the same shot twice, which shouldn't be allowed. And um, it was just kind of, it was a bit disappointing to see such mediocre shots win at points but at the same time it was like i actually found it quite enjoyable to watch i don't know why so is that the only game that's been because i'm keen to tune in nah chris paul lost to a WNBA player um i don't know her name i've never seen her before who was it chris paul yeah um someone beat a WNBA player zach levine beat uh paul pierce it was quite cool to see paul pierce's house he had a cool like boston celtics court a bit too small though didn't even have a three-point line which is weird because he was a three-point shooter um on in the hollywood hills it looked like it was pretty sick like he was right next to a pool like i was like man i wish i lived in paul pierce's house um maybe that's maybe i could maybe i could start a relationship with paul pierce or become his child or something i don't know catfishing maybe not, not a bad idea <laughs> i think no, but if you catfish someone, they don't then let you live in their house. They're usually quite upset. <laughs> oh, n- nah, because not that TV show. Often they end up just pet, like being mates anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to catfish them into thinking you're in a relationship and then... Just be like move. jokes. So it's a catfish, just wanted to play basketball. And he'd be like, okay, uh, game, respect, game. <laughs> game, respect, game. Um, JT's got a little bit of a hypothetical for us now. It's time for Rocket Man.
please no one tell Elton John that we are using his music and probably breaching his copyright. Um, this week, JT gave us um, homework. We had to watch three clips on YouTube. You can probably find them yourself. There's a highlight of um, the uh, Teen Wolf playing basketball. If you don't know what Teen Wolf was, it's a uh, Michael J. Fox uh, comedy, I guess, that came out the same time as Back to the Future, but was much less critically acclaimed, but quite beloved show. Personally, I don't think it seems like a Teen Wolf. I'd never seen it. It just looked like a kind of a hairy boy to me, but I guess a movie called Hairy Boy wouldn't be as successful. But the Teen Wolf does have game. At one point, they do a bad cut where he um, he wraps the ball around his waist for like a scoop layup and then um, ends up cutting to him doing a reverse dunk. I don't even know how that is physically possible, but um, shivers, Teen Wolf got game. We also watched uh, um, footage of legendary basketball player Ear Bud and his high school mixtape from 2017. Very good watch on YouTube. And we also watched um, Calvin, Calvin Coolridge, um, the main character from Like Mike, played by Little Bow Wow, balling out as well. We've watched um, three great pieces of basketball history. So JT, I'm dying to know, um, why do we watch this? What is your hypothetical? If these three people, well, two dogs and one person slash wolf, if they were all in high school and they made a mixtape, who would have the most followers on Instagram? <laughs> yeah, this was not. This is not what I thought the hypothetical was going to be. I had my answer already. There's a second one which might be more aligned to that. Okay. But who do you think would be the biggest hit? Earbud, hands down. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, okay. Um, hands just, down. Okay, Calvin, Calvin Cambridge. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. ...is too normal. Like, even if he is an amazing... Yeah, he just... Yeah. Like, his views would, would be on par with... A ball brother. Um, you know, Zion Williamson or um, the Ball Brothers. Man, Ball Brothers but, um, does not sound good, eh? Ball Brothers sounds bad. But, Airbud, you're getting people who aren't basketball fans. Yeah. Like, everyone. Like, your parents, uh, you know, your your wife who doesn't care about, uh, but hates sports. Yeah. Everyone would be keen to see an Airbud mixtape. Paul, you've um you've you've put out a good answer there. That was my first answer um, as well, but you're you're wrong. You've jumped at the conclusion too soon. The correct answer, I think, and JT can probably confirm this, is definitely t- Teen Wolf. It, it's Teen Wolf. Because he's because he he, he's a wolf. He's not even a. He's dog. a wolf. Like that's like a. He's freak. a werewolf. He would be a worldwide did, phenomenon. It's a man with hair, guy. You said it yourself. That is a man with long hair. Who can jump high? It's a gross. Yeah, but man, Paul, we're, yeah. we're assuming the laws of the universe in which Teen Wolf exists so he, he is a werewolf he's still he's a wolf man he's not like he if he was a wolf he would be walking on all fours as his earbud he would be butting the ball into the hoop with his nose like earbud it's earbud hands down no, but he's a teen he's a wolf he's like such a freak show that the dog would be very popular you're right paul but like a, a, a wolf man playing basketball would be through the roof. I think that's the top. And let's be clear, Paul, in one of those clips, he, he literally transitions from man to wolf on the court. You're telling me that wouldn't be a, a viral sensation? 
It, yeah, it would be. Okay, I'll say I'll say that that that's that's kind of a good point. But still, what rules the internet? Cat videos, dog videos. Yeah, that's it's, just because there are no wolf videos. But if they were out there, that'd be huge. Okay. Well, okay. Maybe. Well, anyway, congratulations. People would think that's fake. Congratulations, Team Wolf. Commiserations, Calvin. Second question, and Paul, this is the, maybe the one you're expecting. Yeah. Who's going if, number one? Okay, the draft. It's 2021. There are th- only three people in the draft, and they're the top three: <laughs> Teen Wolf, Airbud, and Calvin. Give me your one, two, three. Wow. And why? Um, for me, the, this I thought it was easy, but the more I thought about it, I thought that there was a little bit of doubt started creeping in. But for me, it and was Paul, Calvin. Paul, Calvin oh, sorry. Came, okay, you've interrupted the big reveal, but continue. I was just going to ask you: Does does Buddy Airbud's facilitation? come into your factor into your decision making um well this is i'm gonna say it's calvin cambridge easy for me from like mike uh and purely just because like in his clip we watched earbud is is literally playing against guys who look 10 to 11 years old like it's a low low standard and yes he looks to be a cash money shooter he does not have he has no jumping ability and he's approximately um, 1.5 feet tall, but uh, and likewise with Team Wolf, he's playing against slightly older guys, but still, it looks like a pretty low standard of high school. Like, it's not good high school basketball. Yeah, but do you see what and he's what... doing? Do you see what he's doing though? He's doing 360 yes. dance. Yes, he he. The athleticism is off the charts. Also, Paul, you're, have, you're um... watching his first game, so like after that game. Obviously, he'd be moving to a better university or better college because he's got That's talent. true. He has a high ceiling. That's true. But the thing about Calvin uh, Cambridge is he's doing all this. He's racking it on David Robinson and the eventual NBA champions of the next year. The Spurs went on to win that year. They were the best team. Mm. He's, doing, he's hitting game winners. He's dunking on David Robinson. He's putting his team on his back. And he's only... I don't know how old. He's like 12 years old or 13 years old or something. Uh, unreal. The, my one doubt is that his talent relies fully on his magical shoes. And so if they wear out, after, you know, if they start falling apart, we could be in trouble. Do you think that would be in the you scouting report? You don't know that as a scout, though. Nah, not in the scouting report. You don't know that. I reckon it would be. I reckon, I reckon you would be like he wears, like you just, you just note it in like miscellaneous. Like, you know, miscellaneous might be like, um, he has a DUI or something like that. But then on this scouting report, you're definitely right. He wears very old rickety shoes um, every game. Suspicious, question mark. And then that would obviously be a major red flag, I think. Okay, guys. What, what are yours? Very simple. Um, Earbud last, obviously. Like, he's great. Like, as a dog, he's yeah. the best dog basketball player of all time. But, like, it's not... He's a dog. Also, if... If you're doing bad financially and you want to sell some jerseys, I think Earbud could go number one just for like yeah bring the crowds in and sell jerseys. Like imagine I'd get a I'd get a Bud jersey with Bud on the back for sure. The Phoenix Suns need Earbud on their roster this year. Um, okay, um, Paul raised a strong argument. I was strongly Teen Wolf, and then Paul raised the point that he's Calvin is already doing this at an NBA level. And um, his he's real, the sure thing. His only weakness is that um, 
his only weakness is that his shoes wear out, which, like, I mean, you just spend all your money just making sure those shoes stayed in good condition. Um, but I, I, but well, so that, the though, fact he's so young, you're like, he's, he's going to have, like, any extra, um, you know, at least six years career, you know, he's... But, 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 He's got so much time ahead of him. But 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 you you raise you, you like um at the end of um like Mike I don't want to spoil the movie for people who haven't seen it but like at the end of the movie um I believe his shoes um do break or get stolen or something like that and he has to play with his actual skills am I right and he he has to do that and uh, I I'm just saying that if it can't last one kid's movie it's not going to last many seasons in the NBA. Hmm, that's very true. But in fairness to Paul, we are only going off that video. So likewise. Likewise, yeah. I, I know from the movie that Teen Wolf turns into a massive hog and won't pass the ball. But that's in the clip you've seen. He's actually quite a good facilitator. Okay, because yeah, I, I was I was going strongly Teen Wolf, and it was partly because Paul said that little Bow Wow only grew to five foot five, which is pathetically short. Like, really, if you're five five, even if you have the skills <laughs> of Steph Curry, you're not going to be effective in the NBA just because you're you're just too short. Like, even Steph Curry is short and and got counted out because of that. Going off what we know now, like in retrospect, I'm gonna say Earbud is becoming more of a. I'm I'm getting more. I like Earbud more and more purely because, like, knowing that, um, you know, Bow Wow, uh, Calvin Cambridge, you know, his shoes are gonna break or whatever. He's gonna lose his shoes, and Team Wolf is going to develop into a bull hog. Like Earbud is high. A great character guy, no ego. When you think like zero ego, all he wants is the team to win. Issue is for him to shoot the ball, you really have to lob the ball in front of his nose, which makes it could make it quite tough. Mm. Like your passes have to be pretty on point for him to knock down a shot. Um, he's a, and he's yeah, a obviously tyrant. can't grab a ball. On D, I think yeah, but you draft him on defensive potential alone though, like. Massively. What he does on offense, like a dog mm. that knows has good ball sense, just ripping around. Like he could guard f- forwards. Like imagine trying to back down a dog that's just going to shoot around your legs and knock the ball away. Like it's pretty impressive. Hmm. That's but, true. Uh, the only thing to be concerned with Airbud though is, in that clip, he does seem to put his snout. Is that the word for it in a dog? He he puts his snout directly in the groin of a um, opposing player. That's and true. That can, that concerned me. Nah, he, I, no, he did. Can me. I defend him? What he did what there... What are you saying, guy? What he did there is he, he knocked the ball into the player's crotch. He did not touch the player's crotch. It was totally above board. That's totally legal. Okay. that's. I'm glad you say that because I, I, I did remember that then and start having doubts about his character. But now I'm back on. He's a high-character guy. JT, He's a high-character pick. JT, did you think the earbud nuzzled a child in the crotch? Because that's messed up. <laughs> No, I didn't think it was a sexual act. I thought it was aggressive. Yeah, that's, but that's, that's even no, worse. Way. Either way. Oh, okay, no, no, actually, sexual. Guys, oh, anyway. are you, one thing I think you're not really thinking this through with Air Bud, though, is are there concerns around repetitive head injuries? Like, he's taking those oh, yeah. balls to the snout constantly. I, I would say it's an injury risk for sure that, yeah, every, every time he touches the ball, he's literally hitting his face against okay. it. Okay. NBA balls, you know, they're not soft. So, so, so I've got actual experience here. Um, uh, we just got... What, playing with a dog? Nah, 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 nah. We just got, nah, um, um, headbutting kids in the crotch. No, um, <laughs> uh, uh, my experience is um, uh, we just got a cat 
And um, the cat doesn't seem to have any problem with head injuries. Like, it'll run into glass, um, chairs, tables, and just it doesn't even get phased for a second. It just keeps on going. And it, it, it makes me think that not only do animals have quite small brains, but I think they're like a much better protected than humans because like, a, a hit to the head for the cat is really nothing. You sound like the bloody NFL. <laughs> yeah, mm. I do. I do. Um, what's the real answers? What, what's the real answers, JT? Uh, no, I've, I don't disagree with you or you guys scouting. The only thing I think you're missing with Teen Wolf is, for the modern NBA, if you could just utilize that vertical leap, surely he'd be an incredible rim protector. Yeah, there is there is a there is a, a one bit where he leaps up and grabs a shot one-handed, I think, um, and that is huge defensive potential as a rim protector. So. <laughs> If if he can get past the ego, he'd be a, a great pick, I think. Um, so here, here here's a question from me. I don't know why I need to set that up. Like I just need to ask a question. You know, it's from me. Would if so? so just we we know Calvin Coolidge, Coolidge Cambridge is amazing. Who's asking this? Me. <laughs> but I don't know who me is. We know I'm Guy. Is this JT? My, oh, Guy. The okay. question from Guy is: <laughs> We know Calvin Cambridge is an amazing player. Um, and it, he's, he's proven himself on an NBA level. But if we just go to... I just re- remember when he embarrassed Jason Kidd and threw it off his back and then ran in and, and scored. Incredible. That is pretty good. But, like, if... It, let's be real for a second here. If if the Magic Shoes didn't exist, which they don't, and a player of that height, five foot five, was in the NBA, whose skill set would he have and would he be able to be effective? Wait, he doesn't have the shoes. So I would say, no, no, just imagine if a player, just think about the height alone. A five foot five player, I would say the best skill set to have, because you obviously don't want like um, LeBron's skill set or something like that. Would, he, would best Curry. Have, he would want Steph Curry's skill set and like yeah. a great shooter and good ball ha- handler and passer and um, good finisher around the rim. And even then, I just think if Steph Curry was that much shorter, because Steph Curry's listed at like 6'3", right? If he was eight inches shorter, I just don't think he'd be able to be effective in the NBA because it'd just be too hard to get a shot off, I reckon. So yeah. I, I agree, but my counterpoint would be I could think of a great basketball player that's only one and a half feet tall and doesn't dribble at all. Is that earbud? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, um, thank you for those amazing hy- hypotheticals, JT. Um, Paul, do you want a quick magic mayhem before we get into our basketball GM tournament? Uh, yeah, I don't have a lot to say, but I'll, it'll be really quick. Oh, really? Well, we've got to play the music anyway, because it's, it's really yeah. is like the glue that holds this shitty show together. Um, it's time, right about that time, for the stars to roll on out. Uh, I I really I've got nothing, but I I, I quick <laughs> I went on. Sting, I went on, you said you didn't have much, and then the sting plays, and then you you got zero. I was hoping to find something in the time the sting played, <laughs> but um, uh, where do you scramble to? Do you just Google Orlando Magic? Oh, I can't I can't tell you my sources, <laughs> but um, Zach Lowe uh, did a column about his Luke Walton All-Stars, which is basically uh, a list of players 
tribute a tribute to guys who fight for their NBA lives um, before landing in a role that suits them. And one of the names was Michael Carter Williams. I had a photo with him earlier in the season. Hell of a guy, high character player. Um, and so shout out to him. And also Vucevic did a a live. Uh, well, just just on, in, the, on the Michael Carter Williams thing, is he saying that when he gets traded next, if he gets traded to the right spot, he might fit in, or he's in the right spot no. in Orlando? He's he's in he's he's he fought for his NBA career and now he's landed in a role that suits him is what he's saying. Okay. Um, but like he, he, it's not really like a bright career. It's just like he's just still has a job is basically what he's got to. No, uh, no, it's a bright career. Uh, rookie of the year, uh, you know, no, hell was, of a player. He got kicked out of, yeah, anyway. Okay. Um, he got kicked out of what? I, he got kicked out of the NBA. Like he was, he was like not even. He didn't even have a job before the Magic picked him up. They found him in the unemployment line. Hey, gold is found in in dirt. Man. Well, I googled um, Orlando Magic. And, <laughs> I don't and, know if it and, is. And, <laughs> it's found, I don't um, think it is. I googled I googled Orlando Magic, and one of the stories is the best Orlando Magic team to never win a championship. But like, no Orlando Magic champion team has won a championship. So what? That just is just the best Orlando Magic hmm. team is all you're asking there. Is it? Is it saying is it saying the O nine losers or I'm um, with Grant Hill getting injured, what could have been kind of thing? No, um I think it's saying O eight, O nine. But surely Shaq and Penny were better than them. Um, okay. But Michael Carter Williams, uh Nick Nick Vucevic did a a Instagram live interview and he was asked who was the fav- uh, funniest Paul, player. Paul, just remember, the longer you do wow. Magic Mayhem, the less time we have to talk about basketball GM. Okay, it's over. <laughs> player of the day, player of the week is Michael Carter-Williams. Now, who, who was the funniest, who was the funniest, um, who was the funniest? Uh, Michael Carter-Williams. Oh, is that who he said was the funniest? Yeah. Okay. But he actually forgot and said four other people and then, uh, and then, um, but amazingly, I didn't even watch the Instagram live. Uh, my, my girlfriend did, and she told me about it. Okay. Well, um, very fascinating. Shout out to your girlfriend. Okay, so this is Guy recorded after the fact again. Thank you so much for listening to another superb and intellectual edition of Advanced Analytics. Um, I decided that we won't actually play the um, Basel GM competition here. Sorry if you've been looking forward to that. We'll probably have to put that on another podcast because it is um, a lot of audio, and a lot of people possibly won't give a shit about our Basel GM competition. But... Um, Thank you so much for listening to this one, and we'll have another podcast coming in a couple of days. I've been Guy Williams. Thanks for listening. I love you. Stay safe. Um, Paul, I don't do that anymore. And JT, I've been JT. Thanks for listening. Thanks very much, guys. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.